you know, take garbage, for example, you can compost that shit. You can recycle plastic bottles. So, you know, you can transform it into something else. You can transform plastic bottles into clothes. And that's amazing. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I procrastinate. That's so bad. Like, let me beat myself up. No, no, no. It's using that. It's using that and transforming it into something that's actually going to support you versus bring you down. Hello, hello. It's me, Isabel Restrepo, and you're listening to the Mentor Your Mind podcast. Our mind can run around in circles to give meaning, make decisions, and navigate life's stressors. In this podcast, we view the world through the lens of human design, mindfulness, and other modalities to, well, mentor your mind and go from chaos to clarity. Like the song says, free your mind and the rest will follow. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mentor Your Mind podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. Let's just dive right in. This episode is all about going from procrastination to effective action. Now, I know there's a lot of buzzword about inspired action, but you can be totally inspired and not really be effective. So, I want to talk about going from that point of procrastination, thinking about it, thinking about it, not doing anything about it, to what does it look like to actually take that action and have it be really effective. And I had a friend yesterday, she gave me the biggest compliment. She said to me, you know, I really admire this about you. And it's that you take action, like you say that you're going to do something and you actually do it and you don't really settle. You, If something's not working, you change it. Or if you're feeling stuck, it's like, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? How do we get the ball going? How do we how do we, or like, what do I need to do? And, and I just really admire that about you. And it was like, not that I'm looking for outside validation, but it was so nice to hear that, like, wow, thank you. Because leading up to this podcast episode and leading up to what kind of inspired this whole, uh, not just this episode, but all these other projects that I'm working on is this concept of, What happens when we procrastinate? Why do we procrastinate? And what is that point of no return, you know, when you do take that action? And it it was like exactly what I needed to hear because sometimes I think I'm a little bit tough on myself of like, oh, I have all these ideas. I want to do all these things. But like, why am I not taking the action in it? And an example of that is earlier this summer, I think it was in June, at the end of June, maybe July early July, something like that. My good friend Mary from Intuitive Seek, that's her podcast, check it out. So good. She talked about this thing called quantum spoon bending, where it's, you can either do it by yourself, or there's like these groups, there's these corporate groups that get together, and they bend spoons, (laughs) the quantum spoon bending, where the intention is to you know, with your mind, be able to, well, and action, obviously, physical action to bend this spoon. And so I had listened to that episode. 
I had thought about it. You know, I had like, quote unquote, uh, grabbed the spoon and I would bend it and it wouldn't work. And I'm like, yeah, see, it doesn't work. But like, I know I can do it. And all of these steps. And then finally, I sat down. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop thinking about it. I'm going to stop doing it half-ass. I'm actually going to dedicate time to this and bring the intention and kind of ground my energy and actually do it, not just think about it or not just half-ass do it and actually do it. And so I sat down. I went through the process. I followed the process that she describes in her podcast noticed what were the differences for me, what were the things that came up, and then, you know, ultimately did bend the spoon. And it it wasn't even so much about bending the spoon. I mean, obviously, yes, it's like, oh my gosh, the spoon is bending and this is amazing. But also just all of these different aha moments along the way of my own pattern of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I'm like, that's not true. But it so is in this case, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so spot on. This is my pattern. Here are my points of resistance. Here are my points of inspiration, this deep underlying knowing underneath it all. And what does it all mean for me? What does it all mean when I listen to someone else's process and go through my own and take it and morph it and use it and live it? You know, it was just all these little aha moments. And one of the process or like within my process, I noticed, I think about it and I quote unquote, take like little mini steps of action where I kind of do it. I half-ass kind of do it. And then I really do it. And Again, this is an example of the quantum spoon. The other example that really comes to mind of like one of my biggest manifestations or points of action that I've taken is way back. This was like in 2017. In the spring, I had gone to this conference in LA. I was living in New York at the time. I was living in LA and I was like, oh my gosh, I should just move here. And I kept on joking about it. And I had lunch with one of the friends that I had made there. And she was like, you know, you keep joking about moving here. Maybe you should move here. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I was speaking this thing out loud of like me actually moving there. Like I, when she reflected it back to me that I was saying it more than once, I was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't even like fully realized that. And so I went back to New York and I realized, oh, I do, I do want to move to LA. So then I started, you know, applying to all these different jobs. It was like, okay, I'm going to move to LA. I'm, you know, thinking about it and like half-ass doing it. But then the moment that I decided, I'm telling you, it was right before my birthday, the moment, the moment I decided, I said, you know what, I'm moving to Los Angeles. I don't care. I'll figure out a way when I get there. I didn't have any savings. I didn't have a job lined up. I resigned from my from my role in New York. And apologies if you can hear that. All of a sudden, they're cutting the grass outside. Of course, they would be right when I'm about to record this podcast episode. But anyway, going back, I resigned from my job. My uh, lease in my apartment was like going to be up at the end of September. And I said to them, this was early August. I said, you know what? I'm giving you my two-month notice. I know that's a really big notice. But in case something comes up and I need to leave sooner rather than later, that way you know. But, you know... I'm just letting you know. And I had like decided, you know, that was my intention. I'm moving to Los Angeles. I'm going no matter what. And then within three weeks, I had already had a job lined up. It was like 
three times more than I was getting paid. It was like perfect. And so I realized that whether it was the quantum spoon bending or whether it was this big move to Los Angeles, the steps were the same. So that example of how you do one thing is how you do everything. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my, this is my jam. This is my pattern. This is how I do things. And so then to hear my friend kind of reflect that back to me of like, you know, if you say that you're going to do something or if something isn't working or if, you know, you're thinking about something and you take action, you, you, you take action towards it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Let's figure this out. Let's kind of go through what are all the points of learning? What are all these steps within myself? And again, mind you, I'm following Mary's steps that she had outlined of like, this is how I did it. This is, you know, how the process goes. You know, you get these corporate bros in a room who are going to do quantum spoon bending. This is kind of like the formula. And then noticing my own nuances in within that formula. And it's always different than I think it's going to be. So I, you know, in this podcast and in my own life, I talk about mindset and, you know, how do you mentor your mind to make these different changes? And the thing that I've really noticed for me is that when I think it's one thing and I'm so fixated, I'm like, okay, I need to change this pattern. I need to change this pattern. It ends up being something completely different than the thing that I'm so focused in on. And so it's, it's really how do I mentor my mind to be open to all of these different things that could be and allow kind of the aha moment to to come to me in a different way than I thought it would be. So this can also be in terms of things that have manifested in my life. Like, for example, this move to LA, it was so different than what I thought it was going to be, but it was so much better than what I thought it was going to be. Or even moving to Colombia. So for those that are new to the podcast, welcome. Hello. <laughs> or if you're not new, but you don't know this, I am Colombian. I was born in Medellin, Colombia. And I moved to the States when I was seven. You know, I would travel back and forth during summer vacations. Like if I had any savings, I would always come here. And, you know, that's been the case through my life. Like i I. I would always just be pulled back to spend time here with my family, with my culture, with my people. And and I had tried living here more than once. So the first time I was in grad school, this was like a short amount of time. It was like eight months. I did a study abroad, quote unquote. Um, mine also like the power of like getting what you want. So when I was at NYU, I wanted, I was in grad school at NYU in New York, living in New York, and I wanted to come to Medellin. I came here for the summer and then I was like, you know what? I want to stay here for a semester. How can I make it work? Maybe I can do like a, take a class here at the university in Medellin and have, you know, credits transferred. And there wasn't any type of, um, like study abroad program with the university here and NYU. But you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to figure out if I take a class here, a grad grad school class here at AFE, one of the universities, I want to make it count towards my NYU master's. I want to start working on my uh, thesis while I'm here. And I figured it out and it all happened. And so it's like, fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to figure out a way, even if there is no path, I'm going to fucking do it. And I just remember that just now. And as I'm saying, I'm like, heck yeah, I did that. Okay. Anyway, so I was here for eight months. I go back to New York. Then I was working in ad sales, got let go, came back to Medellin after some travels in India. And so then I came back and I think I lived here for another eight months or so and moved back to New York. And I just thought, you know, it's just not in the cards. Like the times that I've tried to live in Medellin, it just hasn't worked out. I haven't been able to like figure it out financially to support myself. You know, it just, it's just not in the cards for me. And I kind of just gave that up, even though underneath it's like, I've always wanted to live here. Like as a kid, as a, an adult, like it's like I just want to be in Medellin, live in the city, have my own space. And today, 2023, I've been here since 2020 now. I've been here. I've been living that dream of being in Medellin, being able to provide for myself, having my own apartment, having my own space. It's amazing. And so I guess all of that to say is that when I left Medellin the the before I came this last time, it was so I had just kind of like given up. But I think deep down my soul and my unconscious and my self, it was like, all good, like you'll you'll be back here. And I didn't know how. I didn't know how I was gonna be back here. I had just consciously just been like, you know what? It's not in the cards for me. It is what it is. Like I'm so sad and that's it. And I remember it was I think it was like October, November, I had just finished this year-long group uh, container and we were going around about, you know, like, I, I don't even remember what the topic was, but I remember just being really sad and being like, you know what, I just, it's not in the cards for me to live in Medellin. Like, it's just, there's no way, like, there's just no way. And then fast forward to December, I'm, I'm in Medellin for Christmas hanging out with my family. And then my cousin was like, hey, we have a little house here. You know, why don't you just come move here? And I was like, okay. And that's way different than any type of like idea that I would have had about how it would have manifested. And so had I stuck on to or hung on to this idea of what I thought things should be, then a lot of the things that have happened in my life would not be how they have manifested. And I think that's so amazing. I think when we think about taking effective action or inspired action, we're so, or at least for me, we're so attached to the expectation of what that thing should look like versus simply taking this inspired action and the effectiveness of it, having it be something that is way different than what you imagined it to be. So it's keeping this space open for the magic of the universe. And I know that sounds cliche, but I'm I'm into it. Like that is true. Like when we release the grip, when we release the control, when we release and surrender, this is I mean there's like books about surrendering. This is the piece that's like, "Oh, look at this magical piece that came into be like (laughs) came into being that is way better than what you thought it was going to be and how amazing is that and I feel like I've segued a little bit I, I hope you're still following me here so 
I guess all of that to say is when we go from procrastination to taking that inspired action, the effect is going to be this effective action, meaning that inspired action that you took is going to have an effect on you and your life way bigger than what you thought it was going to be. And when we release the control of what we think that should look like, that's when the magic unfolds and that's when things happen way better than you thought it was going to be. Oh my gosh, I'm now thinking about um, how I met my boyfriend and it was totally like that. You know, I, I, I'm like stuttering because I'm like, I could have never in my life made up the story of how we met, which was, I'll tell you the story. I was taking my dog Lucas to be evaluated to see if he could be a service dog, a service animal. And and I went to go, you know, bring my dog to this place. And who pops up? My boyfriend, he greets me. And the rest is history. I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch of other details, but we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it uh, high level for now. I would have never in my life imagined that that was how it was going to be my my person. Like I didn't even like dogs before when I lived in New York. You know, like you can't make this shit up. Okay, <laughs> it's just so good. It's just so good. But the moments leading up to that point in time is exactly the same process of the spoon bending, the moving to LA, the, you know, all the quote unquote, like growing and healing and, and being quote unquote, ready for this next chapter of my life to be with the significant other. So I laugh because had I tried to be so stuck to what I thought it was going to be. Oh my gosh, like I I would miss out on so many amazing things. I would miss out on so many amazing things in my life. And so all of that to say is how do we go from that? How do we go from just ideas? How do we unlock that key that's going to bring you into that inspired action? And that's what I'm so about I'm so excited about sharing with you. I'll be hosting a masterclass rather soon. I'm ironing out the details, but that will be coming soon. So if you want to be the first to know, you can either follow me on Instagram at Isabel J. Restrepo, Isabel J. Restrepo. (laughs) I was going to say one in like the English version and then the Spanish accent version, Isabel J. Restrepo or Isabel J. Restrepo. And I say that because when I say Isabel J. Restrepo, Sometimes you can't understand, people can't understand me and it's okay. I used to be so bent up about it, but you know what? It's fine. As long as you find me, all good. I'll link it down in the show notes anyway. So you can follow me there and be the first to know or shoot me an email at hello at isabeljrestrepo.com. Hello at isabeljrestrepo.com. <laughs> And I will send you the details as soon as soon as they're ironed out. And if you didn't listen to the last episode where I talk about love and logic and how they can go together, this is somewhat an extension of that. So taking all of these different pieces, all of these different pieces to the formula and putting them together so that it's really clean and you can really use it to all these different areas of your life. So you can go from that procrastination to that effective action. And it's going to be really exciting. So 
check it out. And I'm so, so excited to share that with you. I'll give you a little bit of a sneak peek of what it will entail, which is really diving into what are those different points of, okay, I have an idea. I want to take action. I'm not taking action. And it's kind of like that, like in between muddled phase. I like to think of it as like, you're just swirling around. It's like, you've got you're just swirling and swirling. And it's like, oh my gosh, I have all this energy. I have these ideas, but it gets kind of stuck. It's just like you're stepping in mud. It's like, I I know that I want to move. I know that I want to take this action, but I just want to, I'm stuck. Like, I don't know how to get out of it. And so this is where we'll look at kind of like, what is where what's the root of your procrastination there's always a why it's like if you're procrastinating there's something to it so it could be you know if we look at it through the lens of human design uh the ego center specifically and whether you're new or familiar with human design we'll kind of talk about it anyway so the ego center is all about willpower if you have a defined ego like myself you have consistent access to this willpower and only about 30% of the people have this defined so that means that 70% of people don't have access to willpower all the time so if you don't have the center defined oh, take a breath, like release the pressure. And even if you do release the pressure too, like, are you saying yes to the things that you actually want to be saying no to? Like, is your heart truly, 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 truly in it? So that's for the defined centers. But the undefined center for the ones that don't have this center defined, it's, you know, because you don't have access to that willpower, how can you use your energy for the times that you do way more effectively and honor the times when you don't have access to that willpower? Like there isn't one better than the other. It's how do we use our energy in a more effective and efficient way? I'm all about efficiency, okay? Work smarter, not harder. We don't need to, this hustle culture, I'm just not about it. Like, no. (laughs) Yes, of course, like you have to take action in your co-creating with the universe, but the go, 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 the nonstop creation, the output, the nine to five nonstop hustle and grind, like, no, I'm, I'm good. (laughs) Thank you. Next. No, thank you. Okay. So we get to the root of your procrastination we transform the belief around it. So if it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so lazy, you know, like what comes after the procrastination? What's the mind chatter that comes after that? What is the belief? What is the meaning that you're giving it? And then three, step three is how do you, how do you take that inspired action so that it's going to be the, in the most effective way, even though you may not know how that looks. And that's the really fun part. I mean, all three of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, light bulbs are going off. So in this uh, masterclass that I'm going to be hosting, we kind of dive into that a little bit more. And I'm really, really, really excited about it. So if you're listening to this, but you know, fresh when this episode is released, keep an eye out. I'll be sharing information within the next few days. And if you are listening to this recording way later, you can either send me a message on Instagram or send me an email and I will get the details out to you on how you can access that uh, masterclass because it will be recorded, but we'll figure out the details of all of that 
And, you know, if you're listening to this later, you can still access it. Just send me an email or a message and we'll figure out a way to get that content over to you. And so I leave you with this concept of what is my process? You know, do I have insight into what my pattern is? And not in a way of like, oh, I always procrastinate. I'm such an awful person. Blah. Like, no, no, no. This is not what this is. Also, I am not about that either. Like, no, everything serves a purpose. Everything serves a purpose. It's not good or bad. It's always just leading us and guiding us into different directions. And so just kind of reflect, like, you know, what is my process? What have those moments been of procrastination, action, inspired action, the effectiveness of it, or the not effectiveness of it? Or, you know, what is my process? And what are some things that I've been thinking about, but I've really been procrastinating on? Because then we can bring that goodness to the masterclass and reflect and redefine and you know, transform. It's really about transforming these different concepts of, you know, take garbage, for example, you can compost that shit, you can recycle plastic bottles. So, you know, you can transform it into something else, you can transform plastic bottles into clothes. And that's amazing. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I procrastinate. That's so bad. Like, let me beat myself up. No, no, no. It's using that. It's using that and transforming it into something that's actually going to support you versus bring you down. And I'm so, 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 so excited to share this with you. I really hope that this has given a perspective that's different than what you're used to. I mean, that is always the aim of this podcast, just to view things from a different lens. If you are new to human design and you want to dive deeper into what does it mean if I have, you know, the center defined or the center undefined, you know, that re- if that really resonated with you and you want to dive deeper, we can always do a human design reading, which is one of the things that I offer. You can check that out at www.isabeljrestrepo.com. Again, I'll link the, the booking page, I guess, in the show notes. So anyway, all right. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. So good to connect with you or, you know, not just weekend, whenever you're listening to this, have a beautiful, beautiful day. I love you so much and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to support the show, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with your friends and family. Be sure to subscribe so you always know when a new episode is released. We'll see you next time. Bye.